are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Mariners. Got a good show on tap for you today. Before we hop into our show, however, let me tell you about Locked On MLB. Join walking baseball encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan and please call him Sully every day on Lockdown MLB for a unique look at the majors, both present and past, featuring exciting guest interviews and routine check-ins from the Lockdown MLB Network's team of local experts. Subscribe to Lockdown MLB today and the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Tuesday, September 14th, 2021. This is the Lockdown Mariners podcast, your home for daily Seattle Mariners news and analysis. I am your host, Titan Gonzalez. You can find me at Dane Gonzalez on Twitter. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And uh, you can also find me on Seahawk Maven, writing about the Seahawks at SI.com. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Colby Patnode. You can find him at CPAT11 on Twitter. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find him at Seahawk Maven as well. Uh, be sure to check out our Patreon, where we talk about the Mariners even more, and uh, also get into some non-baseball talk twice a week so visit patreon.com forward slash control the zone for more information on that but on today's episode of locked on mariners the mood is definitely a lot higher than it was on yesterday's show kind of a little bit of doom and gloom after the weekend series loss to the diamondbacks uh clearly winning heals all and the mariners get off to a good start in a crucial series against the red sox with a five to four win last night we're gonna get you covered on that and uh, also preview tonight's matchup between Nathan Avaldi and Tyler Anderson. And we're also going to discuss the big, exciting news for the Mariners for T-Mobile Park and the city of Seattle that came out this morning. The 2023 MLB All-Star Game coming to the Pacific Northwest 22 years after the Midsummer Classic was played at Safeco Field. Really exciting stuff. If you like the show, consider subscribing or uh, giving a giving it a follow wherever you're listening to this, we'd greatly appreciate it. And I greatly appreciate what the Mariners were able to accomplish last night. Jumped out to a 2-0 lead, and then uh, you know the Red Sox came back, tied things up, and the offense kind of lulled for a while there. But Mitch Haniger, after I said some hashtag not great things about him on our Patreon show yesterday. Uh, went four for four and hit a go-ahead three-run home run uh, to what for what proved to be the game-winning home run over the Red Sox. The Red Sox got a couple of solo shots off of Paul Seawald, which wasn't ideal uh, to make things a little bit closer, but Drew Steckenrider shuts down the Sox in the ninth. And uh, man, you know, the, the biggest takeaway, though, Logan Gilbert, six strong innings, nine strikeouts, ties his, his career high. Didn't exactly agree with Scott Service leaving, an, leaving him in there as long as he did. Got into some trouble. Was able to work out of it for the most part. Uh, but still, you got to be impressed with what Gilbert was able to do, uh, being thrown out there. Um, although, again, like I said, probably wasn't the... The best decision, he had 17, 17 swings and misses, um, a lot of them on the fastball. Uh, I think he had five on the slider as well. And uh, he was, uh, that was uh, against that lineup, I mean, couldn't really ask for anything better than what he put forth. Yeah, he was uh, very good. Um, yeah, not, not a huge fan of Scott uh, leaving him out there. Really, I thought he should have taken him out uh, in the fifth inning. Um, 
definitely shouldn't have gone back out there for the sixth. And, uh, <laughs> and then with Bogarts on third, you're like, okay, go get somebody else. Like you can't, you can't lose this game. And then we had spent a good chunk of yesterday talking about how, you know, Scott had to be hyper aggressive with his bullpen. Um, yeah. and he clearly disagreed and, uh, it, it worked. Um, I would say somewhat luckily, but, uh, it did work. And uh, Gilbert, mm-hmm. you know, just turns in another great performance against an AL East team. Um, and this is really the, the third performance in a row where Gilbert's been uh, pretty good. This is definitely the best of his last three outings, but uh, he turned in some pretty quality work against the uh, the Astros in his last few starts as well. So uh, it's good to see, yeah. like you said, that the 17 strike or 17 swing and misses is, is pretty big. Um, really just challenged guys with his fastball, went right after them. Uh, had a little more juice than it normally does. Uh, he was, uh, you know, maxed out at 98, uh, average 96. Uh, spin rate on that pitch was actually up slightly, so that's good. Um, and it, it had quite a bit of horizontal break as well. So uh, it was just a, a fastball, an already good fastball that played up yesterday. It was great. He really had a good feel for it. Mm. Um, and maybe the most encouraging, at, you know, single at-bat of that game is Striking out Alex Verdugo uh, with the runner on third and two outs. Uh, Verdugo, a notorious fastball destroyer. And uh, (laughs) Gilbert, you know, loves his fastball. And instead of just, you know, beating his head on the table, he throws like the only four changeups he's thrown the entire game. And they're all (laughs) pretty good. And he gets a strikeout out of it. So it was it was a really, uh, you know, really great outing for for Logan. Um, it pushed him over 100 innings at the big league level this year. He's made 21 starts. He hasn't had to get skipped or been taken out. You know, he hasn't had to be managed really at all. And uh, it's it was a, a great night for him um, and the Mariners. But uh, it, w- it was Logan Gilbert's show, and, and uh, we were fortunate enough to uh, to watch it. Yeah, you mentioned that there are uh, 101 innings now on the season for him. Uh, pretty cool milestone. I, I remember um, talking to a few folks and it, during the off season about you know what would his inning caps look like, innings cap look like, and uh, a lot of people told me you know probably 75 to 80 to 90, and uh, he's gotten past there and had maybe his best start last night. I mean the the the, the start that he had against New York. Um, a couple months ago in uh, in Seattle was was really good, but I don't know. Considering this lineup that he faced and the situation at hand, I mean, I I was very impressed. I mean, that was a must win game for the Mariners, and he absolutely came through. Um, so you know, uh, this this game really was all about shutting me up and sh- kind of shutting us up in general. We yesterday we even mostly you pondered the idea. Yeah, mostly me. Yesterday, we 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 also pondered the idea of you know potentially shutting him down <laughs> for the season at some point um, this month, and then uh, you know he went on and did that. He looked great. Uh, and Mitch Haniger, uh, I mean, uh, what else can you say? The the guy was awesome last night um, and came through in a big way. Finally, you know, it's been pretty rough couple of months here. Uh, for him, especially in these key situations. And then, uh, I mean, they, they needed him to come through with two outs there, uh, a couple runners on. And, uh, man, <laughs> what what a home run. Well, what a what a what a moment, really, there. Um, absolutely huge. Uh, what did you think about Hanniger at the plate last night? 
Yeah, it was. I mean, this is kind of who Mitch Haniger is, right? He's a very streaky hitter, and and you never know when the when the big breakout game is going to come, and you, you don't know for how long the the little hot streak's going to last. So, um, mm-hmm. it's entirely possible that he goes zero for four uh, tonight with three strikeouts. That's very much within the realm of possibility, particularly going up against you know Evaldi, who's tough on anybody. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, he was just he was really good. Like there, there's just no way around it. Uh, you know what's interesting is he only had one hard hit ball last night. Uh, yeah. So four for four, but only one, only one, you know, only one really like hard hit ball, and even the home run, mm-hmm. kind of lucky. Like, look, it, it counts, yeah. but exit velocity ninety six miles an hour, expected batting <laughs> average one fifty, like. He he put the barrel on it, and it had just enough carry. Surprisingly, late September at T-Mobile, that just enough carry to clear the wall. Like again, it it, it counts. The, and the I, listener right now is is yelling at us, just saying, "Just give the guys some credit. <laughs> just move on." I said he had a good game. He went four for four, but I, I mean, like the other single sixty-five mile an hour exit velocity. I mean, seventy-one point six. I. At eighty one point one. So like the one the one hard hit ball he had was the home run. It was barely a hard hit ball and it wasn't out most nights. And this this night, you know, it was Seattle's night and it just kind of kept going and going and going and cleared that wall by I don't know, five, six feet. And uh hey, they all count. So that counts just mm-hmm. as much as, you know, Xander Bogart's going one oh seven point six on his home run or Raphael Devers going yeah. 109.2. They all count Devers the same. Home run was incredible. <laughs> oh man. He swings so hard. It's, it's so, yeah. it's fun to watch. It really is him and Boba They might swing harder than anybody I've ever seen. Like they are just up there getting their big daddy hacks in and it's fun. It's fun to see guys like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, like I said, Mitch four for four, pretty lucky four for four, but Hey, you know what? Baseball, man, we'll take it. Like yeah, baseball. Yeah, we we will absolutely take that. All right, you mentioned uh, Nathan Avaldi. That's who's going on the bump tonight for the Red Sox. Um, Tyler Anderson facing him. We're going to be talking about that one in a sec. But let's uh, let's talk about Bet Online real quick. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, betonline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus with promo code NFL100. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right. So another must win on tap for the Mariners tonight. Still pretty firm on our stance that the M's need to sweep the series. So got to win this one. Nathan Navaldi on the bump for the Red Sox. Tyler Anderson facing him, and Anderson, of course, has been 
the model of consistency since coming over in that trade with the Pirates. Um, Avaldi has been incredible, really, this year. He's been worth almost five F4, uh, averaging a strikeout per nine, uh, walking just 1.65 guys per nine innings. 343 uh, XERA, uh, 357 ERA, 286 FIP. Um, I actually got to see him in person uh, this year, and it was one of his lone bad starts on the year. Uh, he got destroyed <laughs> by the uh, by the Blue Jays' offense, uh, which, I mean, to be fair, they, they destroy a lot of uh, <laughs> pitchers out there. But um, Valdi this year, really good in, in 163.2 innings pitched. He's uh, made 28 starts tonight. Will be start number 29 for him. So it's going to be a tough one for the uh, for the Mariners' offense uh, to scrape together some runs. But hey, if you know if they're if they can enact the strategy that they had against Eduardo Rodriguez yesterday and uh, get that pitch count pretty high, they can get back into that pretty mediocre bullpen that Boston has. Uh, so how do, how do they do that, Colby? Uh, you know, what are your thoughts in general about Anderson and about how this offense could potentially fare against Evaldi tonight? Yeah, uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, Evaldi has, has been really good. Um, you know, we, we saw the Mariners kind of get to Rodriguez's pitch count last night uh, by creating mm-hmm. a lot of traffic, a lot of long at-bats. Unfortunately, they couldn't cash in. Uh, which you know allowed Rodriguez to really settle in and, and kind of cruise innings three mm-hmm. through six. So um, you can't really afford to do that against Divaldi. Uh, if he's going to give you an opportunity to score runs, you have to take it. Um, you know, guys running a three five seven ERA with one hundred and seventy one strikeouts in one hundred and sixty four innings. I mean, he's borderline Cy Young candidate. Um, you know, the underlying numbers are even better. He's running a two eight six fifth. And here's the thing about him is that he does not walk guys. Mm. So, you know, waiting around, hoping that he'll walk somebody and then, you know, bloop single and then you hit a home run. That's not a viable strategy. You have to go up there and you have to you have to swing the bat because he's not going to put you on base. He leads the American League this year with a one point six base on ball per nine. Uh, Last year, by comparison, it was one point three. So he's going to throw strikes. You have to go up there ready to hit. It's going to be tough velocity. Um, yet you have to string together quality at bats, and it's going to be very difficult to do that against Uvalde. So, um, I, I think it might call might might be the night to be really aggressive, particularly on first pitch fastballs, um, which is an ideal because you want to get into that Red Sox bullpen. But at the end of the day, you have to find a way to do some damage off of Uvalde, um, and you have to mm-hmm. hope that Tyler Anderson can kind of turn in one of his classic you know six five innings two runs six inning three three run type of starts um so so how do you feel about him against this right-handed heavy lineup that boston has yeah it's the cutter is going to be really important for anderson tonight um Mm. he has been pretty good he's handled right-handed heavy lineups pretty well in the past uh coming off of his one bad start with the uh with the mariners and even then it's eh, it, it wasn't awful it was right? like four runs and in five innings i think right four and two thirds and, and the strike zone was kind of weird and yeah it, it, it it's oh, it, it was wasn't only great two, two thirds wow two, two pretty, yeah, two-thirds. It, or four it broke his streak of uh it broke his streak of starts with five or more innings so looking huh. to do that looking to start a new streak tonight i think he'll be okay like i said it, it's about the cutter 
Um, might see more mm-hmm. change-ups tonight. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's there's really no... You look at the platoon splits, righties have hit him better than lefties have. Um, fairly significantly, I would say. So yeah, it's going to come down to the cutter. He's got to get that pitch in off the plate to set up his change-up away. Um, Anderson's got the weapons to be good against right-handed hitters. It's just a matter of whether or not he executes them. Uh, and, you know, obviously the right-handed hitters in Boston little bit different from right-handed hitters say in Oakland or Texas, you know? So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not a great, uh, matchup for him, but it's something that he can work around. And, you know, again, for Anderson, you're just looking to keep your team in the ball game. Uh, and he's been doing that pretty much every single time he's taken the ball for Seattle. Yep. Just keep the team afloat, give them a chance to win. And, uh, hopefully they can get into that bullpen and hopefully be able to at least scrape, a run or two off of um Evaldi and and hopefully get to the bullpen by you know the sixth inning or so and uh see how it goes from there um by the way Tyler Anderson six and nine record with a four two oh ERA that is nice uh no so comment. um yeah no yeah <laughs> good um any uh Want to make a pick to click tonight? Why not? We we haven't done that in a while, and the last time we did it, it actually went pretty well for us. Yeah. Uh. Let's see. Um. Uh, pick to click tonight against Evaldi. Yeesh. Um. I'll go with uh, JP Crawford. All right. I like that one. I um. I'm gonna go Jake Bowers. You sure he's in the lineup? Gets a righty? Probably. I mean, might be Marmaleos in there, but... Yeah. Mm. All right. Mm. Then whatever. Bowers will come off the bench. Hit hit the game-winning home run tonight. (laughs) There we go. The Bowers Rangers will celebrate, and it will be legendary. Yeah. I, I might go throw a parade out in the streets if that happens. Um, but yeah, they, they, they need to win. They need to win tonight. Um, yeah. They need to win tomorrow. <laughs> it's uh, it's a pretty uh, pretty tall hill to climb and uh, not super likely um, still. But uh, hey, you know what? With the way that last night went, who knows? This team is incredibly weird <laughs> and every time it feels like it's time to you know maybe pack it in and, and go home and and maybe you know give up on them a little bit they they come right back and uh they they keep things interesting so who knows we'll see it's a, it's not a super favorable matchup once again tonight uh but if they're able to win this game uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> things start to get a little little interesting again uh so we'll see um so we're gonna we're gonna jump off of the uh, current Mariners uh, stuff and and all that and uh, talk about the big news that came from Jeff Passan of ESPN earlier today uh, in just a moment. But first, let's talk about Directv. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. 
Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. This episode of Locked On Mariners is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, so why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership for example a honda odyssey fuel pump is 353 dollars from a chain store whereas with rock auto it's only 216 dollars plus rock auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years and their prices are reliably low for every customer so go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and right locked on and there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low Low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So the Midsummer Classic is coming back to the city of Seattle. Jeff Passan earlier today reporting on ESPN that the Mariners and T-Mobile Park have been awarded the 2023 MLB All-Star Game. Uh, it's incredible news. This is something that you and I have, have talked about quite a bit, Colby, uh, that we've wanted. Uh, obviously, you know, not a I'm, I wouldn't consider myself a huge fan of the All-Star Game, but I absolutely love the the 2001 All-Star Game uh, and all the festivities that went with that. The Cal Ripken home run, of course, and, and all that stuff. That, that was a very memorable uh, All-Star Game. Ichiro hitting the leadoff infield single with, uh, you know, Randy Johnson on the mound and all that. That was really fun. Um, really fun day and uh, really excited about... Um, what this uh what this is going to bring to the city of seattle in a couple of years here and uh i'm probably going to be trying to uh, make my way out there for it as well um uh ryan divish confirmed uh that this is happening and the mariners uh made an announcement today an announcement for an announcement uh that will be made on thursday i believe rob manfred is uh coming to seattle to to help make that announcement that's going to be the mariners off day mm-hmm. uh by the way uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this was pretty, pretty cool news to, to wake up to, right? Yeah, it was awesome. You know, it's, it's something I've been pounding the table for, for a while now. Um, 22 years is way too long, uh, between all-star games. Uh, quite frankly, you know, there aren't 22 stadiums that deserve an all-star game before Seattle gets another one. Uh, and I understand, you know, major league baseball wants to spread the, the, the all-star game around. It wants to get it everywhere. Um, but they shouldn't. Seattle's one of the top ten ballparks in in you know in the world. Uh, it's fantastic weather in July. Hope hopefully in twenty twenty three wildfires won't create some kind of smoky haze. That that that's my one concern here. But um, mm-hmm. you know it's it's absolutely gorgeous in Seattle in July. Uh, and again, it's it's just a crown jewel of a ballpark. So it anytime Seattle goes more than you know 
10 to 15 years without an all-star game, people should, uh, should rise up and revolt because that's, that's ridiculous. It's, it's absurd, quite frankly. Um, again, you get why they do it that way, but they shouldn't mm. Seattle. Seattle should have a, an all-star game pretty much every decade if we're being quite honest, but, um, yeah. And yeah. you know, the nice thing is by 2023, Seattle's probably going to be pretty good. And there's probably going to be quite yeah. a few all-stars, uh, representing the, the squad there. Um, the home run derby, there will be a Mariner in that for the first time since 2001, I think. Right. Or did Boone do it in 2002? Maybe like, like Boone was in, a, in 2003 and okay. then Cano was in it in uh, was that 2014. I, that was with the, I think, I think he was a Yankee when he was in it though. No, he was still, he was, he was a Mariner. Uh, I remember it. Uh, because oh, that okay. was the only reason that I would actually watch the Derby was for okay. a Mariner. And, yeah, they, uh, yeah, it was in San Diego and he had a very disappointing performance. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, it's probably why I don't remember it, but uh, they missed a huge yeah. opportunity not putting Vogel back in. Boone, the one year Boone was also awful yeah. <laughs> in, his, in his appearance. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's tough when you compare everything to, to Ken Griffey Jr. But uh, yeah, it'll yeah. be nice to have a Mariner in there. Probably be Kelnick or Julio. Um, but who knows who's on the team mm-hmm. by then? Um, it's fun. I, 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 what? Marcus well, Simeon. <laughs> I mean, probably not. But yeah, it, it'll be uh, it'll be fun. You know, I I, I went to the All Star Game festivities back in two thousand one. Not the actual game or the Derby, uh, but you know they had a big mm-hmm. like gathering, and it's like the the baseball card companies show up and. Right. You know, past players and Hall of Famers and obviously all the Seattle sports celebrities are going to be there. So it'll, it'll be a lot of fun um, to be a part of that. Uh, it's it's finally made an all star game that I'm going to care about uh, and want to watch. Uh, but uh, are you going to go? I mean, we'll see. We'll see how the, the ticket thing is and all that. It's probably going to be pretty pricey. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll see. Uh, I, I would like to, but also. You know, all-star games have never really been on my bucket list, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of sports things. It, it's I would like to go because Lord knows it's going to be another 20 years before they get another one. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it's, it's something I, I would like to get to. But, you know, that's going to dictate whether that's going to be dictated by how affordable the tickets are and blah, blah, blah. So um, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kind of wish Rob Manfred <laughs> wasn't coming to make the announcement like. I get it. He's the commissioner, <laughs> but it's like maybe distance yourself from the guy who called the World Series trophy a quote hunk of metal. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just eh, not great there. But I mean, what are you going to do? He's the commissioner. Of course, mm-hmm. he's going to announce it. So, um, but yeah, yeah it's overall it, it's it's quite exciting. And and again, in twenty twenty three, the Mariners probably going to be quite good, um, and they should be well represented. Uh, at their home ballpark and uh, it'll be fun and yeah the 2001 all-star game is is my favorite all-star game of all time mm-hmm. just yeah. so Tommy Lasorda getting knocked down by Vlad Jr. or by Vlad Sr. Um, Vlad Jr. will probably be at this game but Lasorda getting knocked down yep. you had Ripken's home run Tony Gwynn's goodbye Ichiro beating out yeah. Randy Johnson the eight Mariners it was awesome absolutely awesome yeah Kazu getting the save Freddie Garcia getting the win it was it was an, an amazing game uh, full of really fun memories, and and I hope the uh, the twenty twenty three game is uh, comparable, which might be tough to yeah. do, but uh, I I really hope that it is. Yeah, uh, hopefully the the jerseys slap. 
which they most certainly did not this year no. in Colorado. Seattle, Seattle, Seattle themed jerseys. Like, yes, right. Like that's that's the point of the All Star jerseys. They're supposed to reflect the city. So, yeah. Seattle should be able to come up with something pretty cool. Or I guess Nike yeah. should be able to come up with something pretty cool that is Seattle related. Uh, the Mariners apparently started crafting this plan um, in 2018 and formally submitted a proposal in 2019. So yep. it's been a couple of years now um, until and they were I believe they were more so aiming for 2024, uh, but they, they end up getting it a year earlier. And um, hey, I will most certainly take that. Uh, it's really fun. It's a, it's a really fun thing, and I'm, I'm hoping to be able to get out there and uh, be a part of it. It would be uh, a lot of fun, and uh, it's going to be fun no matter where you're watching it, though, just to, sure. to see that ballpark being put on display on a national mm-hmm. level and, and host the best players in the world. Would uh, This would be your first if you, – let's say hypothetically you don't make it to a Mariner game next year and you do get to the mm-hmm. All-Star game. That would be your first Mariner game in person in 13 years, 14 years? Uh, at that point, it'll be 15, 15 years. It'll oh, be yeah. 15 years. So there we go. By the way, yeah. do, you, do you think that the reason the Mariners got the 23 All-Star game instead of the 24 is because they went to Colorado this year after they canceled in Atlanta? Like, yeah, do you think that possible. Colorado was going to be 23 and then Seattle was going to be 24, but now they're like, well. Well, also, didn't they, um, because of COVID last year, didn't they move the LA All-Star game to next year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they didn't take that away from from LA. So yeah. So that probably makes sense. They probably just wanted to uh, get their ducks in a row, and, and um, they had the proposal from Seattle. I don't know who else may have uh, had a submit, submitted a proposal, but um, we know that they have been trying this for a while. I think even Kevin Martinez hinted at it a while ago that they were going to be doing this. So um, honestly. The, the All-Star game should only be played in Seattle, uh, San Diego, Los Angeles, uh, Wrigley Field, not the dumpster fire that the, the White Sox play in, uh, both the New York stadiums, City Field, uh, the one in Arizona, Pittsburgh, and Target Field. That's about it. Every other stadium, yeah. San Francisco, too. We'll put it, San Francisco can have one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah, I was not, gonna ask if you if you mentioned San Francisco. Yeah, not the toaster oven that is, you know, the Rangers, not Minute Maid. That place is a joke. Which is which is unfortunately going to host an all star game at some point. Texas. Yeah, of course it is. God, that's such an ugly because stadium. Because it's new. It's new. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's not a great stadium. Especially considering how it was supposed to look. I don't know if you saw the the drawings and all that, the illustrations that they had before they built the stadium, but it looked a lot different than it actually turned out. Uh, yeah, that's a uh, yikes. Well, uh, hopefully the uh, the M's can come out with a win tonight, and um, yeah, hopefully we will have something uh, nice to talk about again tomorrow. But that's gonna do it for today's show. Thank you so much for joining us here on Locked On Mariners for Colby Patnode. I'm Ty Dane Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at lo underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D A N E. GNZLZ and Colby at CPAT11. That's CPAT11. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. Have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll see you tomorrow.
Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. 